second half about to get going for all the marbles in class 11 AAA of South Dakota High School football. Brandon Valley, the number two seed, nodded at 14 apiece with the number five seed, Harrisburg. The Lynx beat the Tigers 63-27 five weeks ago in the regular season. A different story tonight. They led Harrisburg 35-14 at that halftime. The Lynx won the toss and deferred to the second half, so they will get the ball first. They have been outgained 217 to 175 in this game and have gone three and out on each of their last two possessions. This is a team that scored on almost every drive with its starters on every possession in each of the last five games. So the Tigers playing some great defense and kicking off right to left, bouncing it right past an up man, and it bounces all the way to the one and then just stays in the air at the one, so the Lynx have to return it, and it's taken across the 10 on the near sideline to the 15, but Harrisburg gets some fortuitous bounces and Bryce Soley, the kickoff man, did a great job. Tate Johnson, the running back, was the returner. And he couldn't believe it. He was trying to let it go into the end zone. And it bounced, 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 bounced at the one. He had to pick it up and take it as far as he could. And that was the 16-yard line. Brandon Valley playing at its fourth state title game in five years. Looking for its second title in three years. Harrisburg playing in this Event for the first time in three years, looking for its first title in 21 years. Handoff, right guard, Tate Johnson, All-State tailback, refuses to go down. They don't blow the whistle. He keeps taking the pile with them across the 15 to the 16. A five-yard gain that seemed to last forever. That really is a statement run by Tate Johnson. It took several Tigers to take him down. 13 carries, 82 yards in that first half. He averages 8 yards a carry on the season, 173 yards a game. They give him the rock 22 times per contest, and he has 25 touchdowns. Going to Augustana, and a big part of their state title two years ago, runner-up last year. After the five-yard gain, second and five. Redden Valley, their own 15, left to right. Hand off to Johnson again, off right guard. Spurts past some defenders across the line, 25. Near sideline, 30. First down and more, 40. And finally, tripped up at the 45. The strong and speedy Tate Johnson takes Lincoln Botel, the Harrisburg safety, for a ride all the way to near midfield. A 29-yard gain. It is marked at the 44. So right away, you heard Curtis Riggs, the Storm head coach, the SDPB analyst for this game, works with a lot of these players on this field at the Riggs Football Academy. He told us on the halftime show, Brandon Valley has to go back to its bread and butter, Tate Johnson. They do twice for a total of about 34 yards. Now they have it. First and 10 at the, their own 44. Ice set. Here comes the play action. Colbeck rolls right, throws right. Catch is made on the near sideline. Near a first down for Jackson Hilton. He had about three feet of pad stretched out to catch it, and then momentum took him down. Yes, he got the first down on the Harrisburg 44. Minute and a half into the second half, Brandon Valley and Harrisburg tied at 14. The Lynx 16th year head coach, Chad Garrow, who calls the plays, going right back to the basics. Tate Johnson runs up the middle, and a play action to Jackson Hilton, one of the best receivers in the state. Now, the Lynx have it on the Tigers' 46. Left to right, near side hash, in the dome. And a fake handoff, Colbeck steps back, Rush comes up the middle, he throws, pass, incomplete. Left side, far numbers 25. 
as Kolbeck had to get rid of that a little too early. He was throwing off his back foot because Cole Harder and Gavin Gilbertson, end and linebacker, were in his face. And so he launched it for the tight end, Austin Vegans, about 20 yards down the field, and launched it over his head, and he was in good coverage as well from Evan Henderson. So, tight at 14, 10-21 left, third quarter. Brandon Valley now second and 10 from the Harrisburg 46. Five down, lineman for Harrisburg, handoff, they load the box, and it goes to Johnson Nowhere, off right guard. Anytime you can get him for less than five yards, it's a victory. And Aiden Viox, one of the leading tacklers on this Tiger defense, makes the tackle. It's a defense that gives up 23 points a game, had given up 35 by halftime against Brandon Valley just a few weeks ago in a 63-27 loss. But we are tied at 14, two minutes into the second half in the Dakota Dome for the state championship. Brandon Valley, a long huddle coming out of it. 15 seconds on the play clock. Big third and nine. And you hear the rumbling in the Dakota Dome. Third and nine on the Harrisburg 45. Three down linemen, the Tigers, eight in coverage. Two wideouts each side. Colbeck fakes a handoff to the man in motion in front of him. Rolls left and is stymied at the 44. Kevin Gilbertson with the big tackle. And the Lynx forced to punt again. Big defensive W for Brandon Valley after giving up. 35 yards of rushing from Tate Johnson on the first two plays of the second half. And then a play-action pass to Jackson Hilton across midfield for another first down. They stopped Johnson for a short gain. They stopped Colbeck. They forced an incomplete pass. And now Brandon Valley. Aiden Lloyd standing back at his own 41. Line of scrimmage, the Harrisburg 45. Two returners, Henderson and Hudson back at Harrisburg's 20. The snap is high. It goes through the hands of the punter. And Lloyd has to scoop it up at the 30. He gets a kickoff with his right foot. He sends the returners way back. And it's caught by Hudson. And he is drilled at the 22. (laughs) What a dizzying series of events that was. What a job. By Brandon Valley's punter, Aiden Lloyd, the ball went over his head, and nine times out of ten, a smart punter will give up and just slip and fall on the ball. Lloyd stayed alive as he had two Tigers coming at him, was able to boom a cannon shot. And so the ball ends up basically where it would have. And great coverage by the Lynx because Hudson was uh, stuck right away. So, tie game, 14 apiece. 8.42, third quarter state championship. And just before Harrisburg's first down snap at their own 22, a false start. That's, that's an old Harrisburg Achilles right there. Too many turnovers and penalties in their three regular season losses. They've avenged two of them already in the state playoffs and looking to get a third in the final. But now it's second and 15. Hand off to Clayton, the tailback, right up the middle. Slices through a couple defenders. Then Parker Reed, a defensive end, drags him down at the 25. A three-yard gain. Anders Clayton, a big key to Harrisburg's offense all season long. Six receptions for 55 yards in that first half. Running the ball, just four carries for three yards. Tigers with four wideouts. That's not unusual. Two to both sides. Second and seven at their own 20. 
From the gun, three-step drop. Knuth, pressure from both sides. Rolls up the middle, now runs to the right, trying to outrun defenders to the first down stick far side. And he is chased out at about the 29, two yards shy. 6'4", junior Jacob Knuth making him run. Jackson Hilton, one of the fastest players in the state, is the one that prevented him, sealed off the boundary to make sure he didn't get the first. And actually, he's about five yards shy. They mark him out at the 28. Okay, so that will bring up a third and four Harrisburg. Tie game, 14 apiece, four minutes into the second half. State championship, a battle of wills right now. Five down, Lyman Brandon Valley now showing blitz. Bunch of guys at the line. Canute from the gun, three wideouts left, two right. Throws it over the middle, it's incomplete. Carter Barenfus was wrapped up around the waist as the ball came flying at him at the far numbers, the far hashes at the 35. Excellent coverage. By linebacker Aiden Lloyd, who just had that great check, that Aiden Swift. And so three and out for the Tigers after getting a big defensive stop at their own. So their punter, Bryce Soley, back at his own 14. One returner for Brandon Valley back at the 36. And it's right to left in the Dakota Dome. This is high into the stratosphere. It's dropped. Oh, the Lynx special teams blunders recovered right on the spot. And a sigh of relief at the 38-yard line. The... The returner was Carson Mashlin, fell on it. Brandon Valley just had a punch snap go over their head just a couple minutes ago before Aiden Lloyd miraculously got the boot off. He was able to sail it about 30 or 35 yards to no, to a minimal return. 7.48 remaining third quarter. Brandon Valley and Harrisburg with some defensive stands. These are offensively prolific teams. Tied at 14, state championship game. Lynx offense takes the field in between the hashes at their own 38 left to right. Tight ends to both sides. Jackson Hilton dangerous right to left in front of the line. Just before the snap, a false start on Brandon Valley. Good ball. False start. Offense number 80, five-yard penalty. First down. Peyton Carroll, the receiver, who caught a touchdown pass early in this game to start the scoring. And so we'll bring up a first and 15 for Brandon Valley. This game was tied at 14 apiece at half. And After the penalty, first down and No dents in the scoreboard in the first four minutes, 12 seconds of the third quarter. First and 15 links now at their own 33. Again, left to right, tights to both sides. Colbeck, option keep, right side. Down the near numbers, gets past defenders, 40, 45, 50. Now just has a couple of guys to beat, 30 to the 20. One guy to beat at the 5, and he's into the end zone. A touchdown! Brandon Valley retakes the lead on a 67-yard run from quarterback Joe Colbeck. And what a run it was. Colbeck started by just kind of scampering to his right and then made a beeline down the near numbers, showing off his speed. A first-time quarterback as a senior with his second touchdown run of the game, his 12th of the year, and in the snap of a finger. After Zach Brummel's doinked the extra point off the left crossbar, Brandon Valley settles 
for a 20-14 lead. 7.34 remaining state championship game, Class 11 AAA on Fox Sports 98.1, AM 1230, and KWSN.com. Brandon Valley's dual-threat quarterback, Joel Kolbeck, with a 67-yard touchdown run, and the Lynx back up 21-14. 7.34 remaining, third quarter state championship game. Booming kickoff, left to right. The return started at the two-yard line for Cayman Hudson, and he almost fumbled it across the 15 after a thrashing hit came from the Lynx. Levi Pfeiffer, a linebacker. We've called that name on big special teams hits already twice in this state championship game. So the Harrisburg Tigers, who gave up touchdowns on each of Brandon Valley's seven, uh, check that, nine offensive possessions a few weeks ago in the regular season. The 63-27 loss. Find themselves down just 20-14 to because Brandon Valley missed the extra point after that touchdown run. And Jacob Knuth, the junior quarterback at 6-4, a Division I recruit back out in the shotgun. Three wideouts right from his own 15. And a handoff to Anders Clayton, the tailback, off right guard. Plunges and takes some black jerseys with them across the 20 and diving ahead to the 23. Owen Warren, defensive end. Dominic Tucker, the tackle next to him, in on the stop. But it's a nice first down gain. There's some size disadvantage for Brandon Valley up the middle on its defense if Harrisburg wants to exploit that like it did on that seven-yard run. It's a seven-yard run. Now they're second and three from their own 22. Handoff to Clayton up the middle again. This time he is twisted just shy of the first down, but close across the 25, and he does get the first down to the 26. So, Brandon Valley's defensive line interior. Jordan Johnson, 195 pounds. Dominic Tucker, 195. And in the middle linebacking spot, Ryan Dahl, who is a converted outside linebacker because of injuries to that unit. So it's kind of a patchwork. The Lynx defense hasn't needed to be great as it's been so offensively prolific this entire season. Harrisburg, not a team that likes to run up the middle or run primarily. They did it twice for a first down, 10 yards out there at their own 25, and Knuth dancing in the backfield. Rush coming from his left and sacking him all the way back at the five. Jacob Knuth could not find any receivers downfield for a few seconds. He had a clean pocket, and then Reed forced him to start walking backwards, and he just refused to deliver the ball away from his hands. If he throws it away, okay. Cool, you're living at second and 10 at your own 26, and now it's second and 24 at their own 12. Harrisburg trailing Brandon Valley 20 to 14, 530 remaining, third quarter state championship game. Knuth from the gun, three wideouts left, one right. Four down lineman for Brandon Valley. Knuth, five-step drop, rolls a little bit right, passes tip, almost picked off, but dropped in traffic at the 14. Boy, Knuth. Threw into a bevy of bodies. And I believe Josh Pickthorn, the outside linebacker, had it and dropped it. Brandon Valley numbers difficult to see. Black jerseys, red numerals. They have scarlet red pants, black helmets. Harrisburg in their white jerseys, white pants, maroon numerals, maroon helmets. About 6,000 on hand in the Dakota Dome. 520 remaining third quarter. 2014 Brandon Valley lead. Now third and 24 Harrisburg. Two wide outs each side. Knuth from the gun. Decent protection. Unloads it. Left side. It is incomplete. 
in double coverage on the near numbers at the 40. Knuth was looking for his favorite target, the 6'3 tight end Ethan Rollinger, but solid double coverage as the ball hung up in the air. It was a good pass on the money, but credit the defensive backs. Actually, an outside linebacker, Josh Pickthorn, and Kyler Brees to safety made that play. And so now the Tigers forced to punt. Jacob Knuth taking the sack at a 14-yard loss. Costly play is now... Bryce Soley back in his own end zone on the Y. And the spelling out of the word coyotes in that red painted end zone right to left in a dome. No wind. It's a high kick, fair catch made at the 45 for Brandon Valley. And it was made by Carson Mashlin. So good field position for the Lynx who have allowed the Tigers to get in a tug-of-war with them for most of this game. It was seven apiece. Then it was 14 apiece at half. 2014 Brandon Valley. 5.08 left in the third quarter, and we have our media timeout. We're media. We'll take timeout. In the state championship game on Fox Sports 98.1, AM 1230, and KWSN.com. The Brandon Valley Lynx looking for their second state title in three years. Appearing in their fourth state title game in five. Leading Harrisburg 20-14 to and off the fair catch on the punt. Starting a drive with 5.08 left in the third quarter from the Harrisburg 45. Joe Kolbeck who ran for 67 yards and a touchdown. The quarterback in the gun hands it off to Tate Johnson. And he's up the middle. He's got the Red Sea party. And he's off to the races. 40, 30, 20. Touchdown, Brandon Valley. Back-to-back big strikes for a two-score lead. I mean, that was a mammoth hole for Tate Johnson. The Lynx, who had slightly strayed away from their ground and pound that got them here to the tune of almost 40 points per game, Tate Johnson averaging 175 yards a game, had 190 against these Tigers in that 63-27 Brandon Valley win a few weeks ago. Well, you keep going there, and eventually things will break for you. The Lynx go for two. They missed the extra point on their last touchdown. They're up 26-14, and Joe Kolbeck from the gun, rolling to his left. He's going to try to carry it himself, angling left. Then he cuts right and is across the goal line, standing up. It's good if the flag that flew as the play developed is not on Brandon Valley, but it is. It's an immediate holding call. So with a 12-point lead, Chad Garrow, the 16th-year head coach, I am guessing is still going to opt to go for two. That holding penalty came at the three-yard line. So, Brandon Valley, which, of course, was starting from the three-yard line on a two-point conversion, now will go from the 13. Five minutes remaining in the third quarter. St. Johnson just went for a 45-yard run. He now has 17 carries, 161 yards, with still five minutes left in the third quarter of this state championship game. Wow. Colbeck with seven carries, 119 yards. Colbeck from the gun. A wing and a tight to the right, same to the left. And Kolbeck rolls to his right, throws toward the goal line. It's caught at the goal line. It's a two-point conversion. Nice job, Kolbeck moving. His receiver, Carroll, moving with him. And Kolbeck threw it 
Wide to the right of Carroll, where only the receiver could catch it. And the Lynx have made up for that missed extra point and lead Harrisburg 28-14. Five minutes remaining in the third quarter of this state championship game in the Dakota Dome. And so what had been a stalemate for a big stretch of the second and third quarters. A tie game at 14 at the break. Both teams punted on their first drives of the second half. Brandon Valley has gotten right back to business. Joel Kolbeck, their dual threat quarterback, ran for 67 yards on the first play one drive ago. And then Tate Johnson went for 45 yards. So back-to-back, long touchdown runs totaling... 112 yards on Brandon Valley's last two offensive plays, and that's they've taken it from 14 apiece to 28-14, the lead for the number two Lynx. And the Tigers with a three and out and a punt in between those two rushes. Left to right in the Dakota Dome. Kickoff, Zach Brummel's the right footer for the second time tonight. Line drives it on a right-to-left hook, and it goes out of bounds. And this time it crossed out at about the 12 on that far sideline. So that is an illegal kickoff. It means an automatic start at the 35-yard line. And at the moment, Harrisburg leaking a little oil could use all the help it can get. Tigers football program was two classes lower than this, 11A, as recently as 2012. They're making their fifth trip to the Dome in a state championship game, now in a third different class in the last 11 years under head coach Brandon White. They lost in each of those four games, including 2016 and 2017. Jacob Knuth from the gun, two wideouts each side. Linebackers creeping up to the line for Brandon Valley. Handoff up the middle and nowhere. Anders Clayton is tripped up. Tailback had a lineman coming right at him. Dante Miller, who was a starter at the beginning of the season, suffered a leg injury against Roosevelt, has had a long way back to recovery. Six-foot senior, big-time tackle for about a half a yard loss. Second and a long 10 for Harrisburg at their own 25 right to left. 4.30 left, third quarter, down 28-14. Five down lineman for Brandon Valley. Oh, it's a handoff to Clayton, and then it's a reverse to Lincoln Carlson. Tries to get around the right edge and is stuffed behind the line of scrimmage. Far sideline at the 33. Big time play by Jackson Hilton. One of the fastest players in the state for a while. Hilton was not a starting defensive back. One of the few players for the Lynx. In this largest class of football, a lot of two-platoon system, that uh, he was not playing defensive back, but, man, he has come to play big time in the state championship game, negating any speed Harrisburg has to the outside. So now it's a third and 11 Tigers down by 14 from their own 34. Shotgun set. Knuth drops back, throws right, incomplete. Fired it too hard, and the defender apparently was interfered with. An immediate flag toward Ethan Rollinger's way. And this will be on. Holding. yard penalty. Replay third down. The quarterback, Noah Thompson. It's a holding. Which is fortunate for Brandon Valley. A pass interference would have been an automatic first down. Instead, 
The Tigers get to replay third down and one. Oh, there we go. All right. That's a 15 penalty and a first down. Yep, so the referee corrects the call. It was a pass interference. And it does bring up a first down. 3.38 remaining, third quarter. Brandon Valley, the number two seed on top of Harrisburg, 28-14 off back-to-back long touchdown runs. Tigers now one yard shy of midfield. Five down lineman Brandon Valley. Knuth whips it right side. Caught by Rollinger. He is wrestled down at the 48. One yard behind the line of scrimmage. What a play by Noah Thompson, who just had the pass interference call. Thompson, a solid all-Eastern South Dakota Conference cornerback. And Harrisburg quickly snapping it again. Second and 11, their own 49. And a long pass down the right side. Incomplete. Another flag flies on Noah Thompson. Knuth gunned it too hard for Rollinger this time at the Brandon Valley 30. Defense number 14, 15-yard penalty. That's a first down. And you hear the Brandon Valley fans, many of them not wearing masks, erupting in anger at that call. A lot of them standing up because that is two pass interference calls in three plays aiding this Harrisburg drive. And it's the kind of stuff the Tigers need down 28-14 and having 14 unanswered points scored on them. So now they're at the Lynx 37 right to left. Three wideouts left, two right. Quick pass over the middle. It's caught on a screen. Carlson... Then cuts up field across the 30 and is lassoed down to the 27. Now, penalty in the Harrisburg backfield. Probably a holding call as that play was unfolding. Temperature rising in the Dakota Dome. During the play, personal foul. Illegal blindside box. Offense number 22. 15-yard penalty. Replay first down. That's worse than a holding penalty. And so, fifteen yards drives the Tigers all the way back to their own forty-nine. So they have first and twenty-four. Three oh two left, third quarter, state title game. Harrisburg trailing Brandon Valley twenty-eight fourteen. Knuth from the gun again. Two wideouts each side. Ethan Rollinger has really been held in check tonight for Brandon Valley. He's their top receiver on the season, and he has one catch for negative one yard. Thompson doing a great job on him, even with these pass interference calls. Here's a slant over the middle. Rollinger catches it. Tripped up across the 40 to about the 38. Harrisburg gets back about 13. Check that 12 of those 24 yards. He was tripped up, and boy, Knuth just showing the zip he can put on a football on this drive. Brandon White, head coach, offensive play caller, clearly trying to get Rollinger more involved. It's a big reason why they're here in this state championship game. Second and 12, Harrisburg of the Brandon Valley 39, moving right to left. Knuth steps back, defender coming from his right side. He's chasing the backfield. They trip him. He throws it at the end of the play. The Lynx one intentional grounding, and... After a little bit of begging, they get it. The referee throws the flag, and that's a good call. As Knuth, who was sacked for a 12-yard loss inside the 10-yard line on Harrisburg's last drive, didn't want to make that same mistake again. It took him too long to decide to get rid of it. I mean, he just kind of 
with three links coming at him. The first one, Parker Reed off the edge, as Parker Reed often does. And then he just kind of threw it five yards in front of him into the ground. Offense number seven. Yeah. It'll be five-yard penalty from the spot of the foul. That also is a loss of that. So Harrisburg got the benefit of two pass interference penalties. Drove them 30 yards down the field. They were at one point inside the 40, and now, after a personal foul, a legal blindside block, and an intentional grounding, they are facing third and 30 at their own 43. Lynx fans on their feet, up 28-14. Two minutes left, third quarter, state title game. Tigers need a big play. Canute from the gun. Two wide outs each side. Drops back. Clean pocket over the middle. And it is... Caught on the 39 in traffic. It is well shy of a first down. But it gives them a chance as the Tigers will go for it on fourth and about 11. And that catch was made by Lincoln Carlson. And he just fell down after he caught the ball. So, Tigers now with fourth and 11 at the Brandon Valley 39. Man in motion right to left. That is Carlson. Check that Evan Henderson. Knuth throws it right side. Traffic incomplete. A lot of contact at the 25. Out of bounds on that far sideline. Noah Thompson gets the breakup on Rollinger again. And Brandon White, the Tiger coach, is incensed. The Tigers have given the ball back to Brandon Valley with 120 remaining in the third quarter. Harrisburg on that drive went away from what's been working in this game. The quick dump-offs to Anders Clayton, who was dangerous, making a lot of plays with his feet. Six receptions, 55 yards in that first half, and a few first downs. And they haven't tossed him, it to him once in this second half. Good, easy yards. A big reason why they're here. And instead, they kept trying to fire downfield, force it to Rollinger. And the Lynx with great coverage. Thompson, after two pass interference penalties, gets the big breakup on fourth down. And now Colbeck, the Brandon Valley quarterback, on a drive that starts at his own 38. Running to the right side. Tigers chase him down, stop him for no gain. But at this point, Chad Garrow, the Lynx head coach who calls the plays, now you're looking at the wheelhouse for Brandon Valley. They have a two-score lead inside a minute to go third quarter. State title game. This is a run-first team, run-and-play action. Uh, on the two offensive plays before that no-gainer, Colbeck a 62-yard run, Johnson a 45-yard run. Just great plays with great blocking, two speedsters. Colbeck the quarterback on second and 10. Option pitch left side, Johnson angling. Oh, he can't get through a tackle with the 40. Good trip up by Colt Harder, the defensive end of the far numbers at the 40. And check that Aiden Viox, the linebacker. Johnson could not stay on his feet. He has the best balance and the best vision of a running back. Brandon White, Harrisburg's head coach, has seen. I think a lot of high school coaches across the state of South Dakota would agree. Big third quarter for Johnson. He has 166 yards on 18 carries. The Lynx let the third quarter clock burn away. We go to the fourth in Brandon Valley, 12 minutes away from a second state title in three years, leading Harrisburg 28 14 in the 11 AAA final from the Dakota Dome on Fox Sports 98.1, AM 1230, and KWSN.com.